obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. Did you know the oldest sheep recorded on record, according to the Guinness World Records, is 29-year-old sheep. She was almost 29 when she died. Amazing. Question I get asked all the time is how long do sheep live for? What is the life expectancy of a sheep? And people generally are quite surprised when I tell them, of course, it's like everything else. It's about good genes. It's about a very uh, amicable environment to life, you know, so a hard life, obviously, it's, it's not going to end well. Let's just face it. But the other thing I think is quite interesting, and I had this conversation with some people recently, was actually looking at animal years in human years. And wait for it. If you were 29 as a sheep when you died, that is equivalent to 130 years old in human years. That's old. That is all that. When you actually equate it into human years, you can realize how old that is. Now, this does vary breed to breed. So there's other elements here as well, which we'll have a bit of a chat about. But we're looking at sheep generally. Their life expectancy is around 10 to 12 years. And with proper care, again, genetics, environment, they can live 15 years, quite easily 15 years, and even more, 29, longest recorded uh, sheep life. Let's put the estimations around sheep and human uh, years. So a one-year-old sheep, and of course, as we know, one-year-old sheep is typically what we would refer to as a lamb, and that is 18 years old, yeah? So by the time sheep is one, is actually equivalent to 18 years old in human years. By the time a sheep is three, so in that sort of, I suppose, ad- almost adult sheep, so we would call them a ewe, by the time they're three, they're, they are about 26 years old, human years. And then in between that, you've got your hogget, your sort of teenage sheep, if you like, between one and two years. And this is where you're going to get you know, around about the early 20s, uh, if you like. You can actually do a calculation as well, which has a formula um, around, so you get the, sh- the sheep age. To work out your sheep age in human years, you take your existing sheep age, say one, multiplied by four, then you get four, and plus 14, and then you get your 18. So that's how you actually work it out. 
seven-year-old, 42, for example, 10-year-old, 54, 15-year-old, 74. So this is where we would refer to the sheep as like a geriatric type sheep, those sort of things. I don't know, 74. I'm sure lots of you are listening and you're 74 and thinking, I'm not a geriatric, Jill. Fair enough. You're probably middle-aged. Maybe it's a middle-aged sheep. I don't know. I feel my sheep are living longer and longer. So it's really quite kind of cool. So... We've obviously got our lambs, our wieners, our hoggets, so hoggets being one to two years old. Then from, this was an adult sheep, anything two to seven. And then we have our seven years and older, and that's typically what we refer to as an older sheep or very old sheep. So that gives you a bit of perspective just in terms of sheep in human years. So what does that mean then when we actually look at the impact around how long do sheep live? And are there things that impact positively, negatively a particular sheep? Well, breed makes a difference, okay? So your breed could be genetically a very long-lived breed, yeah? Your breed could be a slow maturing breed. And then therefore, most likely, there's longevity in that animal's life cycle. How many lambs or pregnancies that animal is going to experience can impact the life expectancy. More pregnancies, particularly at a younger age, often that will reduce their life expectancy. Why? I know it's natural, but it's very taxing on their body. So it's impacting their their body. Uh, Things also to think about would be shelter and the diet that that particular animal is living in, health, medical care, all those sorts of normal, normal things. Even, and this is really gets quite interesting, where you have perhaps a wool sheep. Who knew growing wool was actually really taxing? It takes an awful lot out of the animal. So if you have merino sheep, then at about six years old, that merino sheep is considered old, yeah? So in merinos, this is where we start to see very different life expectancies perhaps than in other sheep as well. So interesting just to look at that. And again, um, you find even older sheep anyway, what can happen is they produce particularly fiber, less lower quality fiber as they grow older and often can be less productive in terms of milk than younger sheep might be. Again, probably something that can be in, you know, not, not surprising at all. So uh, a few things when we actually look at it here, you know, if the animal's rumen's working well, if they're getting good nutrients regularly, if they're not overindulging, all of these things like obesity can seriously impact your sheep's longevity and life expectancy. And that can also lead to things like kidney stones in the animal and other internal issues in the animal as well. Again, if you think of animals eating exactly what they should be eating, so pasture, then again, and it's good pasture, it's good forage, then generally you're going to have the best life, uh, living conditions and the best life expectancy for for those animals. Extreme conditions, tough pasture is going to deteriorate that animal's teeth. They'll wear down really quickly. And then 
we can see that those animals often suffer in later years because of the health of their mouth. Isn't it interesting? I think there's something around human mouth health, mouth health, and our overall health. So things like our teeth and our chewing and the bacteria in our mouth and our breath, all those sorts of things can be an indicator of health. It's quite interesting, isn't it? So again, this is where you might find that some breeders will have a sort of a cutoff point for a lot of their ewes and they will have those cast for age ewes. Now, I have been working on, this is one of the strategies I've been working on, started off with a very old flock and then could only buy cast for age ewes. I was absolutely over the moon and fine with that at that particular time. And then over the last four years, I've been breeding up from those really old genetics, because again, there's a lot to be said for those cast for age genetics. If they have lived into their 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th year and they're breeding, think of the genetics that they are been able to pass on to their progeny. Now, this is where it gets, again, really, you're really thinking quite smartly about um, your future of your flock. That's what I started off with, quite older sheep. And then I've been selling off those older sheep and then, or culling them potentially, just making decisions and having a, a younger breeding flock as well. When I say younger breeding flock, I'm keeping, or maybe, I was keeping 60, 70% of my ewe lambs. I'm probably keeping 40, 50% of my ewe lambs every year. And then going on to breed with them. So effectively then replacing that 30, 40% of the older ewes. So that's what's sort of moving on every year. Overcrowding sheep. If you have over a, a, a difficult, challenging, overcrowded paddock, your sheep won't like it. They're going to be scrounging. Now, again, think of the concept of densely raising them, moving them frequently. It's not overcrowding. We're talking about where there's no aeration. They're constantly in the same environment and it's uh, it's overcrowded. Sheep being on their own, it's impacting their health. We talked about this a while ago on one of my, um, the sheep behavior podcast, you know, that animal that I kept in the, in the yards on their own. And again, they really don't like it. And it's it's for their own protection, but also for their instinct and also for their emotional well-being as well. So again, you can think about that. They really do like being together, you know, they're flocking animals. So it's um it's really, really good, isn't it? Um shelter, so trees, anything that they can use to protect from the weather, particularly if they're vulnerable to coldness, all that sort of stuff can help or and indeed the same would apply to the um hotter weather as well shearing your sheep <laughs> again reducing things like mites and ticks and fly strike and that's going to improve their life expectancy as well again wool we know wool growing wool particularly really good quality wool takes a lot of effort from that animal's body to grow that wool. So that is going to typically wool sheep have a shorter life expectancy than a meat, than a meat grade sheep uh, as well. Of course, our normal husbandry, our parasite management, being able to look after those particularly ewes at the most vulnerable times of pregnancy and lactation, looking at other health, all those sorts of things, again, will mean 
pretty obvious that they're going to live longer as well. Uh, let's look at a couple of sheep now. And if you're, this is like the sheep bingo. <laughs> if your breed of sheep is here, then good for you. Doper sheep, seven years. Life expectancy, seven years. Now, if I compare that to, say, Jacob sheep, which is like 15 to 20 years, slower maturing. Doper sheep, very, very fast maturing. They are polyesterous. They cycle, which means they cycle all year round. That You can get three lambings every two years, for example. The life expectancy is much, much shorter as well. Um, middle of the road, we've got things like Cheviots, British breeds generally are in that easily that 10 to 12 years old, you know, lasting life expectancy as well. Um, anything that, we, that tends to have horns, bighorn sheep, Jacob sheep, we're typically in that 15 to 20 years. It's quite amazing. And we do definitely see that with our, our horn sheep as well. They tend to be very long lived. Um, Icelandic sheep, if you remember our lovely podcast with the team from the Dust Bowl Fairies and Elizabeth had Icelandic sheep, 14 years, 12 to 14 years. So nice, long, healthy. And again, Suffolk sheep, British breed, 11 to 13 years. So again, that average uh, in our uh, life expectancy for those breeds. And then a Merino, you can get Merinos that live up to around 10 years. And Ramulae, if you've got Ramulae, is about 10 years or so as well. So there you go. There's some, some estimates around um, lifespans. The breed can definitely determine the lifespans. And it definitely seems to be that common denominator with horns. We, we do know that horns are associated with lots of interesting genetic elements. Fertility would be one. Longevity would be another. So quite interesting. I guess it's um, it's a good answer, isn't it? If you if you breed, for example, bighorn or Jacob sheep or any other horn sheep, and and someone you have a customer who asks you about what's the what's the problem with the horns, you think, oh, well, let's turn that around. What's the benefit of the horns? And the horns result in that longer lifespan. You get to enjoy that animal for much much longer and uh, and look after, which is amazing as well. So that gives you a bit of an idea then uh, around that um, too. Obviously, predators make a difference too. So when we're managing and the, the predators that you might have, and, and I know for most of us, you know, I don't know if you've been listening to the wild dog podcast, you know, wild dogs, foxes, these are the obvious ones. But, you know, that's just the touch of the, the, the you know, scratching the surface. Remember Crystal um, from the U.S.? And she talked a lot about the predators that she had. And we're talking stuff like jackals, feral cats, cougars, wild boar, mountain lions. You know, these are pretty serious sort of predators. And potentially even there's some research around smaller sheep breeds in particular being impacted by birds of prey too. So uh, I definitely have been exposed to a goat kid that was taken by a, a bird of prey and um, it's kind of, you go out looking for the goat kid and you look up a tree and you find it hanging from the tree because an animal, a bird has taken it up there, which is quite, um, quite amazing. So of course that will impact. So care attention, about 10 to 12 years is pretty average. The breed makes a, a, a difference as well. And again, where we actually thinking the better care, the better attention that we can have, that we do for that particular animal, then we
to our Guinness Book of Records, here are just some statistics or some pieces of research around things that have been in the media recently. So a Scottish black-faced you in Scotland, this is 2012, 25 years and 11 months. She fell off a cliff. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was a Scottish blackface. I think they're typically horned too. Uh, here is another sheep. Um, they actually call this sheep Lucky. Um, Polworth Dorchester U. This was in Australia. This was November 2009. 23 years, six months. Brutal heat wave killed her. Um, there's also a bit of a common denominator here. They're all females, which is quite interesting. And then another U called Grandma, a horned Dorset U in Oregon died May 2019 and she was 23 years, 11 months. And then that older you that we talked about there, that the 28, 29 year old was um, the uh, Wales, a you in Wales. And this was 1989. So does anyone top that? 20, 20, I think she was exactly 28 years, 51 weeks. So uh, interesting to see if anyone tops that age and you'd be in the Guinness Book of World Records. How amazing would, would be that to get your sheep in that particular uh, book and break that record? Tell me more. Tell me if uh, if you are. And again, always interested in different breeds. And maybe that's something I'll, I'll, um, I'll start asking some of the breed profiles that we're doing on the Sheep Show podcast. How long does a ex live for? I wonder if you remember back to our baby dolls. I wonder do smaller sheep tend to live shorter lives than than longer sheep? The other way to look at it that a lot of the research suggests that sheep are very similar to large dog breeds. So if you're familiar with breeds of dogs, then it's very, very similar sort of age expectations and age and life expectations um, as well uh, around uh, around those life expectancies. So yes, if you have a aged sheep, let me know. I would love to hear how old your sheep is. And if you too notice those elements around born sheep and life expectancy, do you see some longer evidence there? And again, talking about that Scottish blackface, talking about that um, Dorset horn, you, it's interesting, isn't it? Just to sort of see that the Jacob sheep as well as the big horned sheep. So uh, yeah, horns and life, eh? Uh, so let me know what uh, your oldest sheep, the oldest sheep in your flock is. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on your preferred podcast app. Each rating and review helps us reach listeners just like you and help them also grow in their shepherding confidence. And let me know how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or via email jill at holstonvalleyfarm.com.au. And until next time, sheep well.